I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Hello and welcome to episode 66 of The 80%. Today, I invited my good friend Marvin Germo to talk about cryptocurrencies. We shared our thoughts on Bitcoin, Ethereum, NFTs, and gave tips on how to get started on crypto trading and investing. Are you ready to listen and learn? Let's go! Hi, my name is Fitz Villafuerte. I'm a registered financial planner and the host of this podcast where we talk about the mindset, habits, and strategies you need to achieve financial success. Thank you for tuning in, and now, on to the show. To start, kindly state your name and uh, tell us what you do. Okay, I'm Marvin Germo, big fan of Fitz Villafuerte. I also trade and invest in stocks. I'm an entrepreneur also. But number one uh, profession is a fan of the 80% podcast. Maloko talaga itong si Marvin. But if you don't know him, he is a stock market trader, analyst, and investor with more than a decade of experience in the Philippine financial industry. Isa rin siyang registered financial planner at kasama ko yan parati na speaker sa Financial Fitness Forum and other similar events. The reason why I am uh, curious to talk to you today is for the past few weeks, no, you've been creating videos on your YouTube channel about cryptocurrencies. And uh, Marvin, kailan ka ba nagsimula na mag-aral ng cryptocurrencies? When did you first hear about it? And when did you start taking it seriously? And uh, what made you decide to really look into cryptocurrencies? Mm, good question. Ah, uh, nakakayaman sabihin, no? 2013 pa lang, nadinig ko na cryptocurrencies. As in, I, I've heard about it. Inaral ko. Kala ko, kala ko it was like, scam ba to? Or ginagamit lang ng mga smuggler to ng paglipat ng pera. Tapos nag, nag-search pa ako. I, I wrote an article sa Rappler ng January 2014. And nung binabasa ko siya, ah, uh, super ano, super, super, very, very cautious na parang, Oh, pag-aralan niyo muna talaga mabuti yan ha? kasi sobrang bago yan. Galing lang yan sa mga uh, computer programs. It's not backed by any government. It's not backed by any uh it's not wala siyang hindi siya sec registered, hindi siya controlled ng 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 BSP tapos may mga nangyayari pa sa sa black market. Pero nanghinayang talaga ako. I wish I would have studied it more pa. Pero at that time talaga it was really too early din talaga. So so yon then Uh, fast forward 2018, nasa Dubai ako, matawag uh, ko pa rin ngayon, budol, nabudol ako, madami, hindi naman ako kinoers, pero na-convince ako na mag, mag-start, mag-invest sa crypto. Pero at that time, yung frame of mind ko was, ano yun na, 2018, so, 
nanggaling siya sa crash ng 2017 na nag 20,000 siya ng 2017 eh. Tapos at that time it was 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 doon siya nag doon siya naglalaro. So sabi ko, uh, the worst it could go is kung mag from 3,000 mag 300 siya, I lose 90%. Pero yung upside noon from 300 going back to the all-time high, sabi ko, oh, okay pa rin, okay pa rin to. So I was I, I put a very very small amount na kahit mag zero siya okay lang sa akin. Tsaka binili ko noon uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, tsaka Tron and then some other small some other small altcoins I I think if I remember it properly. Uh, tapos yung mentality ko lang is I wanted to have a position that if it becomes really the currency of the future, uh, meron ako kung maging zero siya um, hindi naman siya large amount of my positions. So, kahit ngayon na fast forward April 2021, nag-check ako ng portfolio ko kasama na yung pinasok ko tsaka yung gains uh, over the past years. Uh, stock, ta- nag-imbento ako ng sarili kong ratio. Stock to crypto ratio ko is at 10%. Meaning, kung i-add mo yung crypto ko tsaka stocks ko, 10% lang ng overall portfolio still is yung yung crypto, crypto market. And kung i-check mo sa overall assets, uh, it's below 3% pa. So, whatever volatility na nangyari, okay lang sa akin. So, fast. So ano nangyari sa nagbago? Uh, dahil sa lockdown, I had a lot of time to be able not just to study, um, pero I was able to spend a lot of time with people na sobrang sobrang deep sa crypto na pag, pag kinausap mo sila, you will think na sobrang weird sila na, na ano sobrang uh, parang yung, yung mentality nila na mas risky pa iwan mo pera mo sa fiat uh, kasi mas matatalo ka sa inflation as in ganun ganun pan, ganun ganun pananaw na na the dollar because of all of its printing uh, will will be not as not as valuable over the long term so yun um i started to study it pero yung nagbago also is two things um number 1 yung perception ng tao sa cryptos particularly bitcoin nung nag-start ako everyone was pushing it na crypto as a digital currency, napapalitan yung dollar. Uh, ngayon, I don't think that's not the narrative anymore. The narrative is, bili ka ng Bitcoin because it's a store of value. Kasi, um, for those na hindi nakakalam sa Bitcoin, it uses the blockchain. Kaso yung problem sa Bitcoin is, uh, to confirm a transaction, it takes a very, very long time. So, if everyone will use Bitcoin, kunyari, bibili ka ng kape sa Starbucks, uh, sobrang mahal, sobrang tagal nun, uh, before ma-confirm yung transaction mo na it's not practical for it as a currency. Pero as a store of value, which is yung tingin ko kung ano talaga siya na digital gold, hindi mo naman ginagamit yung ginto na pangbayad mo ng Starbucks eh. Pero alam mo na dahil ginto siya, may bibili sa yun nun, yun yung, bit, yun, yung, yun yung tingin ko sa Bitcoin na it has come to a point na it's a better alternative than gold kasi liquid siya pwede mo siya dalhin kahit saan, pwede mong ibenta. That's one. And number two is, I, I, I think we've reached the point where we're not going backward anymore. Meaning, uh, the longer as time goes by, mas lalo siya natatanggap ng mga tao. Yung mga taong skeptical, they're, ay hindi, mukhang okay na siya. Yung mga taong on the fence, mukhang, they're, 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 they're just getting more aggressive into it. So, especially pag yung mga younger generation yung Gen Z na namulat lang na puro digital payments yung ginagamit regardless if it's PayMaya, GCash or PayPal mas madali nilang maintindihan ko ano yung cryptocurrencies. So, yun and last na lang siguro um cryptocurrencies in general 
I've spent a lot of time also studying smart contracts, and and that's why, ano, I I like I actually like Ethereum more than uh, Bitcoin. It's just that Bitcoin is Bitcoin. Eh. Kung I I don't know ano pwedeng comparison na, na pwede kong bigay, pero wala naman talagang tulo masyado yung Bitcoin compared sa Ethereum. Pero dahil Bitcoin siya, it has more, I don't know, people just like it more. OG kasi siya eh, no? Oo. Parang, yun, parang ganun. Pero Ethereum, Uh-oh. smart contracts, DeFi, NFTs, ang dami mo pwedeng gawin eh. So yun. Another question that I want to ask sa'yo is, during the time na nag-aaral ka sa Bitcoin, or cryptocurrencies in general, saan ka nag-aral? How did you study it? Did you watch <laughs> videos on YouTube? Did you read a book? Did you attend a seminar? Paano yung ano mo, strategy uh, mo in learning about crypto? Self, self, self-thought? Um, well, mostly, ito ginagawa ko, I, how do I explain this? Sige, I'll, I'll apply it sa current na ginagawa ko ngayon. So ngayon, I'm spending a lot of time studying DeFi so gagawin ko, ah, tatry ko na muna lahat. Open ako ng met, open ako ng MetaMask, tapos try ko paano ako mag-transfer. For, for, for those na, sorry, um, I'm getting too ahead. MetaMask is a wallet that you can interface to other platforms like PancakeSwap na pwede kang mag, uh, na, that, that it's a decentralized platform. So difference between, for example, Binance, it's a centralized exchange, meaning hawak control nila lahat versus DeFi or de- de- decentralized exchanges there's no one uh, in control of it. So, ginagawa ko, I learn a lot by uh, doing. So, I try lang. Bukas ako ng Metamask, bukas ako ng, uh, bukas ako ng pancake swap, tapos I tried uh, I tried farming, I tried pooling, I tried doing uh, liquidity pools. Tapos, kung meron ako hindi naintindihan, nagsasearch na ako sa Google. So, whoever comes up, by kung comes out, either article yan or, or video yan sa YouTube, uh, yung hindi ko naintindihan, dun ko inaaral. So, ganun yung parang uh, methodology ko. Pati, Pati, da, pati dati yung, lalo na yung, I, I don't know what brokers you use, pero uh, yung yung Binance, no, comparing it dun sa mga, ayan, nag-i-itoro tayo. Itoro sobrang simple, kaya siya nakaka-addict. Sobrang, sobrang simple niya. Then, transitioning to Binance, ang daming, ang daming functions kasi that I had to, I had to also, I had to learn. So, ganun lang. I, whatever I want to try and whatever I want to do, uh, I, I, I open, put money, and always money na money na tanggap ko kahit mawala siya kasi kahit ngayon ang naghahabol ako ng mga ICOs sa mga IFOs naghahabol ako ng ganoon pero okay lang sa akin yung learnings on are so valuable and then um like whatever i don't understand research lang ganun so basically self study and uh, i like your strategy which is also the strategy i used na parang the best way to really learn is to get your feet wet na open ka ng account, lagay ka ng pera na okay lang sa'yo na mawala, and then learn mm-hmm. from there. So, there was no specific mentor that you, like, followed or YouTube channel that you really binge-watch yung videos niya. So, you got your information from different sources, tama ba? Tsaka madami ako mga kaibigan din na uh, nauna sa akin mag-crypto that kung meron akong gustong uh, malaman na item, tinatanong ko sa kanila. So, kung pinapalood nila to, sila John Joseph Mendoza, sila Edgar, kahit yung cousin ko, si Francis Soreta. Ayun, uh, like, liter- literal na, ano na, ano yung best way pag-fund ng Binance, mag-credit card ba ako? Or ano, literal na ganun. So, yung some some steps na, na lalo na sa crypto, di ba, pag nag, um, 
sa nanonood to baka complicated na to yung magta-transfer ka from wallet to wallet pag nagkamali ka ng wallet na ginamit or nagkamali ka ng protocol or nagkamali ka ng ng ibang token yung ginamit mo mawawala pero mas so ingat na ingat ako doon so sabi ko ano ano ba talaga so i would ask specific na step by step kung hindi ko di ko maintindihan pero uh, yun din it's it's nice na meron akong kilala na mga nagsa-stocks that nagbi-bitcoin na din uh, or nauna pa sila sa akin mag-bitcoin that have uh, gone gone a long way lalo na yung that that ito I'll give you an example more than a year ago ano na sila sabi na ako ni John Joseph Mendoza na magstaking hindi ko tal- dumadaan lang sa akin sabi ko okay na lang tapos nung nung nakita ah yung parang staking naglalayo ako na madami sa Ethereum something like that so yun habang pinapakinggan ko si Marvin I realized how much cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology has grown over the years To be honest, yung DeFi or Decentralized Finance, nagsisimula pa lang akong pag-aralan yan and I was not familiar with some of the terms that Marvin said. If, let's say, someone like one of your students sa stock market ay lumapit sa'yo, tapos tinanong sa'yo, ano ba yung Bitcoin na yan? So, this person uh, already knows or understands how the stock market works. But uh, they want to learn about Bitcoin. At yun yung tinanong sa'yo, ano ba yung Bitcoin na yan? How would you answer that? Ah, wow. That's a, that's a good question. Ah. Ah, Bitcoin lang, not cryptocurrencies. Well, it's up to you. You can I'll, 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 I'll say it. I'll say it. Katulad ng sinabi ko kanina. I will say that Bitcoin is digital gold. That's, that's what I will... To, pinaka-shortest answer that I will give them that it's digital gold. Tapos tatanungin nila, ano ano val- ano tatanungin nila, ano value ano value yan which is yun naman talaga yung normal na tanong, igaling lang yan sa computer. Uh, I will also say na it's all it's also the same as gold. It's also the same as a Rolex watch. It's also the same as a painting that uh totoo ito yung biggest difference niya sa bumili ka ng stocks no. Pwede ka makakuha ng dividends kahit hawak mo siya ng 10 years na nagbibigay siya ng dividends eh. Pero yung Rolex watch, yung painting saka yung gold, wala ka naman makukuha ang cash flow dun eh. So, ba- pero bakit binibili ng tao yung painting? Kasi alam nila, if that painting is worth 100,000, kahit hindi siya umakyat ng value for 10 years, pagkailangan nila ng pera, they can also sell it somewhere around that price because there will be a set of people na nakakuha ng value dun sa painting na yun. Bitcoin has only 21 million in supply. Uh, one of the reasons also bakit ako mas very, uh, I guess, bullish right now sa crypto space is mainly because uh, sobrang dami na print ng US government over the past two years mula nag-pandemic. They've printed more in the past two years than they've ever did in the past decade. Parang ganun. So, yung, yung impact nun is inflation. Yung impact nun is yung value ng dollar becomes smaller. Pero sa Bitcoin, because there's a limited number of supply, 21 million lang, tapos ang dami pa nawala. Based on sa mga nakausap ko, may, may 4 million down na bitcoins yung nawawala eh. So, you're only down to 17 million. 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line, one bitcoin will be even more valuable than where we are right now. I actually like your explanation. And uh, kasi when I first heard about bitcoin, yun talaga, ang inisip talaga ng mga tao is it will be the future of money. As in, it will be the currency that we use to buy things. And, uh, I've also heard about that in recent months na nagiging ano na siya, storer of value. 
mas magandang analogy yon yung being a store of value because up until now, of course, there are a few, very, very few merchants who accept Bitcoin as payment, but I don't think it will be standard anytime soon. And in fact, that's one of the, I would say, controversies ng Bitcoin kasi particularly wala siyang intrinsic value except what people think its value is. And uh, a lot of our colleagues, yung mga financial, registered financial planners na nakakusap ko. Ayon ng Bitcoin. Ayon ng Bitcoin, di ba? But uh, a few of them are open-minded enough to say that it's a it's something that you can earn money from uh, as a trader but not really as an investor because of its volatility. Of course, Bitcoin is just one of the so many cryptocurrencies out there. And uh, pagdating dun sa intrinsic value niya or specifically yung use case, there are other cryptos na mukhang mas promising which is particularly yung Ethereum and uh, other smart contract na cryptos. No? So I'm sure those who are interested pagdating sa cryptos, they've also heard about Ethereum. So if someone would ask you, ano ba yung Ethereum and how is it different from Bitcoin? How would you answer that? Okay, great question. By the way, before I answer that, di ba nauna ka sa akin mag-Bitcoin? Parang naalala ko nauna ka sa, no, parang isa ka sa, mas nauna ka pa sa akin dati nung nagkwakwentuhan, parang sabi ko, tapang ni Fit sa mga 2016 na, alam ko, nadinig ko sa mga nag-Bitcoin ka na nun, sabi ko, galing niya. Yun, and, yung, and, yung first having ng Bitcoin, uh, before that, I bought uh, Bitcoin. I bought it at $100, pero I sold it nung nag... <laughs> I sold it nung nag-1,000 nag plus. Tapos, after nun, uh, hindi, ko na, hindi na ulit ako bumili. Uh, mm. Except when it started to to rise up sa 10,000. So, nakabili ako nun ng mga around 9,000. So, I, I think most my experience with Bitcoin is similar to what most people are doing sa Bitcoin. So, just like what when you mentioned kanina nung nag-3,000, I actually bought ulit nun. Pero since ang resistance nun was 20,000, I sold at 20,000. And then, nung mukhang, lala, mukhang aakit na ng 30,000, I bought at around 22, 23. Tapos, yung binenta ko nun ng 28. So, puro ganun lang ako, no? Buy and sell lang. Trading, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why I wanted to talk to you then kasi mayroon ka ng, ano eh, uh, ibang perspective pating, pagdating sa cryptocurrencies and I want to also explore that. But uh, yeah, going back to Ethereum, if someone would ask you, ano ba Ethereum and uh, what's the difference between Bitcoin and Ethereum? Okay, good good question. Meron lang ako sa isingit. Um, kung bakit sobra akong, sobra akong uh, forward-looking still sa Bitcoin. Um, very, very quick answer then I'll answer, yung, I'll answer Ethereum. Uh, I'm going back to the narrative na digital gold. Okay? Uh, digital gold means that for it to really beat gold, it has to go up and beat the market cap of gold. The market cap of gold right now is around 10 trillion. Bitcoin is around 1 trillion. That means Bitcoin at its current, should it challenge the market cap of gold, abot siya ng 600,000. So I'm not saying abot siya ng 600,000, but I'm saying that if it will fight and go up against gold as really sino pinaka store of value, it still has a long way to go. And that's why when people say that they're too late, ako ah, I really believe that we're still very, very 
early. We are at the point na nung na, yung internet nung 1994, 1995, hindi pa naintindihan ng mga tao. Ganun din yung cryptocurrencies ngayon. Na it's so early that we don't understand what it is. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to tell you about eToro. If you want to invest and trade the global markets like US stocks, commodities, forex, cryptocurrencies, and others, then check out eToro, my trusted multi-asset broker with an online community of millions of investors and traders from around the world. One of their coolest features is Copy Trader which allows you to copy other successful traders on eToro in just one click to easily automate your investing or trading. Sign up today and get a $100,000 practice account. Just go to bit.ly slash open eToro account. That's bit.ly slash open eToro account. Again, that's bit.ly slash open eToro account. All small letters. Do you want to invest in real estate for as low as 1,000 pesos? Then check out Flint PH, the first tech-enabled, low-cost Philippine real estate crowdfunding platform that is made for investors who would like to invest in Philippine real estate properties. Flint provides a fixed and safe return on investment, especially for those looking to earn passive income. Flint is open to anyone at any time, even to those who are based outside the Philippines. Sign up for a free account today and visit bit.ly slash flintph. That's bit.ly slash L-I-N-T-P-H Again, that's bit.ly slash flintph All small letters That's it! Now, let's go back to our episode. Yes, now moving to Ethereum. Uh, pinaka, pin, easiest way that I can make an analogy for it is Ethereum is programmable money. Uh, kung yung Bitcoin is digital gold, Ethereum is pera na pwede mong program, na pwede mo siyang gawing, uh, pwede mo siyang gamitin for decentralized exchanges, decentralized finance, pwede mo rin siyang gamitin for NFTs, pwede mo rin siyang gamitin for, for smart contracts. So, all of those things na pwede mong i-program inside a token. By the way, misnomer yung cryptocurrencies kasi hindi naman talaga sila lahat currency eh. Ethereum, in my opinion, is a token na pwede mong lagyan ng program in between. So I, I think that's one of the biggest differences with uh, Ethereum and Bitcoin. Bitcoin primarily, no, yung naging attention ni Satoshi, which tingin ko si, madami, madami may rumors, sabi nila si Elon Musk din daw yun. Eh. Pero uh, yung pinaka, pinaka theory is Satoshi really wanted it to be a a currency, which is ngayon mukhang hindi mangyayari kasi sobrang, sobrang hirap ng transactions for it to flow kung yung current ano ng Bitcoin. Uh, yung Ethereum, there's so much you can do with it kasi you can you can program, you can put layers on top of it. Kaya madaming mga crypto ngayon na, uh, how do I say this? Yung pinaka-dinadaanan niya, pinaka-ginagamit niya na protocol is Ethereum. So, hindi lang siya, there are other layers on top of the Ethereum. Yung ETH is a, 
is a crypto that rides the Ethereum blockchain. Parang ganun. Um, malaki yung nakikita kong potential pagdating doon sa smart contracts. Kasi I think it will really have uh, an impact pagdating sa mga middleman, sa mga financial transactions. But uh, one interesting uh, use case ng Ethereum or the architecture of it, ng smart contracts, is yung NFTs. So, I don't know if you're active in Clubhouse, but uh, sa loob ng Clubhouse, ang daming rooms doon na nag nagkukwentuhan, uh, nagdi-discuss about NFTs. May mga finance people discussing NFTs, may mga artists who are discussing how do you make money from your art using NFTs. So, siguro layman laymanized term, ano ba yung NFTs? By the way, no, before I talk about that also, gusto ko to sabihin, um I think ah, it's one of the reasons why sobrang lalakas pa lalo yung Ethereum because halos lahat ng NFTs, Ethereum yung gamit. And uh, madami pang mga pwedeng gamitin, pero lahat sila Ethereum gamit kahit masamali yung Ethereum, uh, yung gas fees ng Ethereum. Um, to answer what NFTs is, uh, it's artworks, collectibles, na instead na tangible, real-life na painting, it's in a digital format. And this is what I believe. I believe it's, I could be wrong, pero I, I believe it's it's artwork and collectibles for the future already. Kasi uh, yung generation na to, you will notice it naman eh. Yung bahay, palit ng palit eh. Hindi na practical maghang ka ng sobrang laking painting sa bahay mo kung nakatira ka sa one-bedroom na condo eh. And yung generation na to also, hindi na tayo, wala na tayo sa pagdating mo sa, nabuta mo to fit si eh, pag-uwi mo sa bahay ng parents mo, nakalabas lahat ng photo album eh. Ngayon, wala nang ganun eh. Bakit nasa phone lahat eh? We are in a digital only era already eh. Nadadating yung point where, oh, tignan mo yung painting ko, eto, it, it will always be in digital format. So, yun lang siya, whatever is in the art and collectible space, um, yun yung yun yung NF, yun yung NFTs. Uh, I don't have any artworks but what I've I've been collecting is NBA top shot. It's it's yung equivalent ng NBA basketball cards pero digital siya na nagra-ride sa blockchain network na it captures NBA moments pero siya hindi Ethereum blockchain gamit niya flow flow yung gamit niya na token dun sa dun sa top shot. Tapos what's so nice about NFTs is, since it's riding the blockchain, so background muna sa blockchain, blockchain is a ledger. Now, once nasa blockchain yan, immutable yan, meaning, hindi mo na pwedeng sulatan, hindi mo pwedeng palitan, hindi ka pwedeng mag-delete. Yung problem kasi sa art ngayon is, hindi naman ako art expert, no, pero madami nagkakwento sa akin, kung patay na yung artist, ang daming fake. So, how do you determine kung yung painting na yan legit yan o hindi? Yung NFTs, since it's riding the blockchain, alam mo kung saan talaga galing yung painting at kung ito talaga yung legit na painting. And it removes all forms of kung fake siya o legit. And you are asking, how do people make money? I, I think it will benefit artists the most kasi kunyari ko yung artist, nakabenta ka ng painting ng $10 40 years ago. Um, pag naging 1 million yan, wala ka nang kita dun eh. Ngayon, dahil NFT siya, nasa blockchain siya, you can set your commission. Kahit sino magbenta niyan, kahit maging 1 million yan, nag-set ka ng commission na 10%, may makukuha ka pa rin royalty. So, so ngayon, ah, uh, Habang nagiging popular yung artist, lahat ng mga works niya, he still earns off of it also. So yun. Kung sa, atin, sa mga hindi naman artist, then you treat it like normal art. Bili ka ng painting na 50,000, hawakan mo, sumika, sikat yung artist, 
in 10 years time, baka 500,000 na siya. Ganun din yung NFT. You buy that, hold it, then later on, sobrang sikat ng artist na yun, you get to sell it at a higher price. At saka siguro, no, if you're a collector, uh, meron kang 100% guarantee na hindi fake yung mabibili mo kasi you can actually look at the history of ownership mm. of the mm. NFT or as we say no non fungible token yun yung ibig sabihin ng NFT can i say this um so, sobrang fan ako ng basketball nung bata ako nagko-collect ako ng cards pero nung tumanda ako nung nauso yung basketball cards di ako nag-collect kasi na, naisip ko hassle eh baka mawala ako siya masira ako siya tapos kung bibenta ko sa ship ko pa ngayon because i'm doing top shot almost the same pero para na rin siyang stocks lang eh kung naniniwala ka na bumibili ka na stocks na digital lang din nakikita mo the same lang din sa sa top shot na wala nang storage, wala nang shipping, wala nang chance na mawala, wala nang chance na ma- masira yung card. And then you can easily sell it and it's so liquid. So yun lang. For so many years, I've held the belief na if you want to make money sa cryptocurrencies or if you want to make money on Bitcoin, you either be a miner or you trade the volatility. But it seems na mas nagiging possible na rin ngayon yung to make money from being a long-term investor. What do you think about that? Are cryptocurrencies or specifically Bitcoin, which is what you say is digital gold, something that you can hold for the long term as an investment? Mm, okay. Um, yung style ko sa crypto, parang stocks din, nakahiwalay meron for trading and investing. Um, so yung sa trading ko, of course, buy, sell, buy, sell. Pero sa investing... Uh, it's something na, ito sasabihin ko sa, sa ngayon na, April 2021, uh, wala, lahat ng pinasok ko sa cryptocurrency, wala ako in, intention ibalik sa fiat. It will always stay in cryptocurrency forever. So, it it could be pwedeng hindi siya Bitcoin kasi pwede mo naman siya transfer USDT na equivalent na parang US dollar equivalent. Most likely, as of now, pwede magbago yun in the future, pananaw ko, pero as of now, whatever linagay ko dun, it will it will stay there. Um, so, yung pinaka-technique ko is altcoins, uh, when you make money from altcoins, bili lang ng bili ng Bitcoin or Ethereum or uh, USDT. So, ganun lang. Pero with the intention of just to have just to have more just to have more of it. So, gan- yun yung nagbago rin sa pananaw ko ngayon na the, the, the lower Bitcoin goes, uh, it's an opportunity to buy it's an opportunity to buy more. Eh. And I guess yun yung natulong ng stock market sa akin. Yung volatility na nakikita parang Siyempre, totoo naman na sino bang hindi mapapatingin. Uy, bumagsak siya. Pero it helps you not to be as emotional eh. Um, yun. And then, yung proper portfolio management in a way na, hindi na, as much as I like Bitcoin, hindi naman ako naka-all-in sa Bitcoin. Um, mas, mas malaki pa rin yung ibang asset classes ko as of now. Pero yung siguro gagawin ko in the next few years, the allocation will will get bigger. Pero yun, hindi ko na siya alisin. It will stay in cryptos forever. So ano, sumali ka na sa club ng mga hodlers, no? <laughs> I I want to know, ano yung strategy mo? Why are you holding it for the long term? Uh, kasi kung let's just say 10 years from now, ayan, are you expecting na yung Bitcoin na hawak mo, you will convert it to let's say other tokens or other coins and then yun yung gagamitin natin for our transactions, ganun ba yung nakikita mo? Kaya hindi mo na siya ililipat to fiat currency? Ano oh, ba yung... Most, most likely, most likely yun yung yun yung, uh, yun yung magiging rational no, na pag dumating yung time na may 
may crypto na na pag in-interface mo, pwede mo siyang gamitin, mas mabilis yung transaction niya, mas magaan siya. Then you can tra- you can transfer it. Pero inisip ko kasi ano eh, kasi sobrang scarce ng Bitcoin. Uh, the longer this goes, the more scarce it gets, the more valuable it will be also. So siguro the only time na gusto mo na rin siyang tanggalin is kung may intention ka na talagang tanggalin, uh, ipalit siya to another to another asset also. Kasi yun din naman eh, um, yung kung pang araw-araw, you have certain ibang, you have, you have other investments that can take care of your daily needs. So for me, uh, okay lang, hindi ko naman kailangan din talaga siya alisin ngayon or even in the future because I always make sure that I have other sources that can take care of yung uh, pang, pang day-to-day ko. Siguro, most likely it will be a swap to another asset, siguro. Uh, that mm-hmm. that I can also use later on. Pero Marvin, pagdating sa overall portfolio mo, lahat ng assets mo, um, ano yung maximum percentage allocation na comfortable or plano mo for cryptocurrencies in general? No? Uh, 10%, 10% plano ko. Uh, I, I plan to put everything maximum. Sa ngayon, 10%. Um, pag mas naging comfortable pa ako, it might get, it might get bigger. So... Yun. Assets so kasama real estate, di ba? Kasama real estate. Yeah, oh, overall net worth, I would say, no? Uh, so around 10%. 10%. Sa akin, mas mababa. Mga 5% lang yung, yung bala ko sa Bitcoin. Unless there are, uh, I get more conviction in increasing that. Uh, ano ba yung mga platforms na ginagamit mo? Kasi, syempre, there are a lot of softwares and platforms out there ayaw natin na mas kampa sila, di ba? So, ano ba yung mga uh, what do you use to buy currencies, buy and sell cryptocurrencies? Ano yung mga platforms and softwares na gamit mo? Medyo madami ha. Research na lang guys, pero uh, simplest kung Pilipino ka, uh, syempre magano ka, coins.ph tapos kung gusto, gusto, gusto mo pambayad mo ng bills yan, tapos pwede yun, gcash lang, transfer lang andun na kagad. Tapos kung gusto mong uh, kung gusto mong i-trade lang siya, syempre e-toro, meron pero limited lang din siya. Uh, tapos, pa- transition naman tayo sa mga exchanges. Um, exchanges, uh, Kraken, Hubei, Hubei, uh, something like that, Binance, Coinlist, uh, tapos, Wallets, Metamask, Trust Wallet, Exodus. Um, meron ka lang bang ano, Cold Wallet? Um, what I'm planning on is Ledger, Ledger Nano. Uh, let's imagine a scenario. Let's say, meron akong 5,000 US dollars and I want to uh, invest in cryptocurrencies. So, mm-hmm. ang tanong ko sa'yo is, ilang percentage yung bibilhin ko ng Bitcoin and uh, Ethereum? Let's just say, yung dalawa lang yung bibilhin ko. And then, saan platform ko siya bibilhin and saan saan platform ko siya isustore, ang goal ko is hintayin na talagang lumaki siya for, like, let's just say, five years. If they're gonna store it, tapos wala na silang gagawin to store lang, di mag, mag, mag-hardware wallet na sila. No, uh, tapos half, half lang. Half Bitcoin, half Ethereum, tapos store. Yung, yung sa akin kasi hindi ap, ap, applicable because I keep on adding or I keep on moving Man, money money in and out pero kung yung intention lang na ngayon meron ka ng $5000 tapos uh, wala ka ng plano galawin yun tapos gusto mo lang as in today bibili ka na di uh, buy half then get a hardware wallet as yun na pero mm. uh, 
tagoy niyo yung tagoy niyo yung ano tagoy niyo yung yung phrase niyo tapos lagay niyo sa isang lugar na wala makakita. Sulat niyo, wag niyo screenshot, wag niyo save sa laptop niyo kasi mahack. Ma- Ipapato. Baka mahack siya. Patato sa braso. <laughs> Pwede basta hindi nakikita yung tato, hindi nakita yung tato ng ibang tao. Oo. So, what if ano naman, uh, $5,000 I want to trade cryptocurrencies. Saan platform ako pwedeng magsimula? Anong Bitcoin lang ba in particular? Uh, let's just say Bitcoin and Ethereum. Yung dalawang yon. I think eToro super easy na eh. Uh, advan- advantage nung eToro is I think yung mga bagong iterations ngayon hindi na CFD yung nabibili. Pero yung, alam ko tama ba? Tama, tama diba? Yeah. Na hindi na CFD hindi na siya CFD. So yun. Advantage nun super liquid tapos kung gusto mong ilipat sa stocks pwede na. Um, but if you want to go into the altcoin space, I think the easiest for Filipinos na madaming choices ng altcoins is Binance also. So, mm. depende sa depende sa pangangailangan nyo. Kasi kung kung Bitcoin lang din naman, tapos yung mga top na, yung mga more prevalent na currencies, lahat yun nasa eToro na eh. Uh, so, mm-hmm. they can trade it that way. Tapos, yung maganda doon, benta sila Bitcoin, tapos kung gusto nalang bumili ng Apple or Tesla after, pwede nilang, pwede nilang ilipat. So, yun. A lot of my friends say that I was lucky to have bought Bitcoin when it was just $100. And it's the same sentiment I get when I tell them that I started buying Jollibee stocks when it was just 40 pesos per share. But if you think about it, luck has very little to do with it. It was my curiosity that led me to discover these opportunities early. Roman philosopher Seneca said, Luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. And that's why I believe that the best investment today, as it has always been and how it will always be, is an investment in your financial education. Final words of advice that you can give people who are looking into trading and investing in Bitcoin. Uh, take the time to learn more about it. Kung hindi nyo pa siya naintindihan, huwag uh, kayo mag-invest kasi that's the best way to to lose to lose money. And then, only put money that kung mag-zero siya, okay lang kayo. Start small. And then, as you start to build yung competence tsaka as you start to build yung experience, saka lang kayo, mag, saka lang kayo magdagdag. Saka nyo lang dagdagan yung pera nyo pag comfort, comfortable na kayo. Minsan kasi nabibigla yung mga tao. For example, ang dami kong kilala na hindi, hindi nag-i-invest ha, pero dahil nakwento yung Dogecoin sa kanila ngayon, uh, lahat sila gusto, gusto nila mag-invest kasi asin yung mga taong walang hindi sila nag-i-invest altogether but they think it's easy money pero hindi naman talaga easy money yung yung invest nangyayari yung mga katulad ng nangyayari ngayon na bumabagsak din talaga yung markets eh. and if you're not ready for that ikaw yung ma-shake out ikaw yung mapapab- ikaw yung mapapabenta so study put money you can tolerate start small so yun And that's the end of our episode. I hope you enjoyed it and thank you for listening. If you want to learn more about Bitcoin and how it works, then check out the show notes of this episode because I'll give you links to YouTube videos that can help you get a basic understanding of cryptocurrencies. Of course, maraming salamat kay Marvin for giving us his time and knowledge in making this episode. You can learn more from him at marvingermo.com and you can also subscribe to his channel at youtube.com slash marvingermo. 
Kung may natutunan kay today, then please click the follow button for the 80%. At i-invite nyo na rin ang mga friends nyo to listen to our podcast. For comments and suggestions, you can go and visit our official website, the80percentpodcast.com. That's it. This is Fitz Villafuerte. See you again in our next episode. Goodbye, take care, and stay safe. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.